0: Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown, now hence the BB. Well, welcome to this new episode. But before I introduce my guest of this episode, like always, I want to get the housekeeping out of the way. Uh, so first and foremost, the email to contact me at this podcast would be Industries at gmail.com. That will be the primary email address for all things Trending Topics with BB. And along those lines, please log on to the official website at trendingtopicswithbbpodcast.com. There you will find all episodes, links to our social media accounts and anything and in between and updates concerning this podcast. Now that that's out of the way, I want to introduce you to my next chat I had with a gentleman who is part of the trans music scene, who was also at the meet and greet around the Dream State festivities a few weeks ago. Uh, We had a great chat about the state of trans music, uh, what he is uh, working on, and what his thoughts on the current scene. I'm talking about Ram. Um, other people know him as Ram Boone, but I know him as Ram, a great trance artist. And without really ruining our conversation, here's my chat with Ram. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash Trending Topics with BB. Today's sponsor is Vibration. Vibration provides designer hydration packs designed to make you look cool, keep your stuff safe, and stay hydrated at music festivals and events. Their holographic designs add to your festival ensemble. Make sure you get your pack using promo code BB Media Industries LLC to save 10% on your new pack on vibration.com. Oh, and one more thing free shipping on orders over $75. Hashtag Life's a Party. Stay hydrated. Well, I. I appreciate you doing this. Um, so, I'd like to start. I, I mean, I'm a big fan. I love your tracks. I love just your style. Um, but my first question usually always is, what drew you to trance music in the beginning? Do you have like a story, an influence of yourself? Kind of. How did you get?
1: Well, along basically, the I was uh, from the first time dance was out there. I was getting involved, like a raver, like in 88, 1988. Nice. So at that time it was still like underground warehouse parties, you know, very small, only for a couple of people. So all whole different level. And actually, after a few years, I fell in love because of the, the DJs that were playing, you know, and how they do it. So I was like, well, I want to do this also. So I started like in 1991, 1992. Awesome. For myself. And then uh, I got a chance in 1995 to go professional in uh, the biggest club of Amsterdam. And actually, yeah, from there it just took off. And around that time also the real genre of trance developed, you know. Because it was not, in the beginning it was not trance. It was just house or dance or right. how do you want to call it. So and from the first moment I heard trance, uh, I was just in love. So uh,
0: And... I always liked to, I mean I I also like other genres, but Trance Group appealed to me just because of the intricacies of the melodies and, and the emotion it involved it evokes in people. Um, when you you were back then and it was the rave scene as opposed to now, can you compare kind of the reaction like when you first started getting into it and then as opportunity arose for you in your career?
1: Well, I guess at that time when Trance was there, it was, uh, it was not that developed and emotional as it is from 1998, I guess on. Okay. You know, at the beginning it was more a little bit uh, Psy influence, uh, more melodies than, of course, the, the, the old school, what we call old school now. Right. You know, but I guess it developed very hard and strong and, of course, it went mainstream at that time, at least in mm-hmm. Europe. Here yeah, was not then, so that's yeah that kind of uh was a big uh influence on in my career to go that way because we had at that time in holland the i don't know how you call it the the freeway of the hard styles like hardcore in oh, right. holland yeah. and okay. trans gotcha. so you you were ordered a trans house lover you know for that one or, or you were a hard one and you wanted to go
0: right and did you say you were also into, like, techno and other kind of... No, I've more never Or more house, kind of, Well, it trans?
1: was... When the the, the splits, I don't know, the the, the, the routines was like house, trance, or hardcore. Yeah. So, for, for me, it's always been trance from day one, you know? Like you say yourself, for me, the emotion, the melodies, uh, the feeling. It's, it's what drove me to trance, you know? And what I always think is, for me, the most... Uh, yeah attractive genre, you know, because it's right. you, it's sensitive, you know, you can put your emotions in it, you can... Shows a and skill I, I, I love house also, I, I don't think right. techno is also nice, I kind of like a little bit hard style also, but well, it's not that emotional, you know, right. and for me, okay. trans music is emotion, so that's the thing, you know, when you could carry away, you can, you can smile, you can cry, you can fly, you can do anything with trans, you know.
0: Right, and back when you... Have you seen a lot of difference just in... I know obviously things are, I mean, obviously grown since back in the 90s. But have you also seen a shift in terms of skill set of DJ versus people just wanting to get their name out? Is it is trance still very focused on the skill or do you think it's changing?
1: Well, I think the, the whole music business is not on skills anymore. Okay. When I was DJing, you had to be a good DJ... To get booked, you know. Right. Now you have to be good in social media to get booked, you know, and you have to be good in marketing, Mm -hmm. and you have to be doing ten things, and probably at the last point is being a good DJ, because there, with all due respect, there's a lot of DJs out there that don't know how to DJ. (laughs) In my opinion, you know, because I come from a different background, background, you know, Uh, and they're just, or they're a good producer. I think being a good producer doesn't make you a good DJ, right? And a good DJ doesn't make you a good producer. So a it's a different ball game,
0: right? You got to compromise on both skills. It's just interesting because it's like a lot of people when they think of trance, they're like, "Oh, it's just about the producer side." And I'm like, but part of what makes trance is the journey you go on in a set. Oh, exactly. And so, if you don't can't show that in a set, then I. No matter how beautiful the music is, you're not going to connect to it, in my opinion. But that's that's coming from a person that's been listening to it since the 90s myself. So it's yeah. What yeah,
1: yeah. that's what I mean, you know. And that's why, I mean, it's not that respectful but well, there's a lot of guys that think, oh, uh, I'm just going to play this or random, you know, or I'm going to play all the hits or I'm going to do that or whatever. And the thing they have a good set, but I think what you say yourself, yeah. If you want to be a real good, a real good set, you have to have a two, three, four-hour set. And you need to be, take the people on a journey. You know it's.
0: So, I know we're all here for Dream State and sets are limited. Do you? A lot of I've heard other people don't prefer this kind of limited.
1: I set. fucking hate it. Okay. I absolutely hate it. I
0: see. My personally, I mean, I, I'm here because I love the music, but I love longer extended. Yeah, yeah. Sets. I think it's
1: absolutely ridiculous, and I, I'm doing it back to back. Right. So on. So I, it's I, not I, even. I, I can play seven rex, tracks. So. What the fuck, you know, how you're going to make the people take you on a journey. It's just playing your new stuff. Your, your, Do you think your, that's your,
0: primarily because of the U.S. market versus it, it, It's home? like
1: a little bit of a fashion thing, you know. It, it's in Europe the same. Okay. You know, for the festivals, you can put more DJs, mm-hmm. so it's a bigger attraction. And, like, it, it's just fashionable and grew to that way, you know. But I don't think it's a positive thing for the development, scene. you know. Oh, no, okay. Because a lot of people, if you're on the dance floor, you know, and everybody's just banging out their best tracks because you only have one hour. Right. It's not the journey you want to hear, you know, because everybody's doing the same to banging it out. So there's no, you know, like flow. It's right. just everybody's has full power.
0: And because of that, do you think that's why a lot of um, people, I'm not going to name any names, but I can tell are kind of getting burnt out with the scene and they're kind of... Wanting to just try to please the masses, and the quality of the tracks are kind of—I'm not naming any names. No, no, no. Well, I
1: think in general the whole music development in in general is for me. Uh, of course, music keeps evolving, but like what I loved about 1998, you know, is like the trance records—they had the whole story within the record. Right. You know, it was 8, nine, ten right. minutes track, you know, and you had the proper build-up, you have a breakdown, you have a proper outro, you, or maybe again. But now it's like basically a 6 minute track, you know, it's like going as fast as possible to the breakdown, uh, do that as fast as possible with not big chord progressions anymore.
0: Right. Just have
1: a big drop, and then it's done again.
0: Right.
1: You know, and I think, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's okay still. Well, I prefer to have, like, when you hear a track, you know, it takes you on a journey, you know, and you have a breakdown, a proper auto. And like the extended, well, now they call them the radio or
0: sm- sl- but
1: I, like, prefer the longer
0: extended mixes of a track.
1: Yeah, well, when we still play records, you know. You, yeah. When you have an hour, you, you can play maybe nine records, ten maybe tops, right. you know, because there was just proper length tracks. Now you can play 40 tracks or, uh, in, in one like hour. In, an hour, yeah. yeah. It's all different.
0: Right, and a, a lot of different... Interesting remixes that um, may or may not work with the track. And
1: I mean, it's, it's just the musical development. Uh, it's not that I'm judging it, right? But I prefer that the old times. You know, when you really enter the journey from every record, not into a whole set, but that every record is a journey. You know, and I thought that was always the beauty of the cl- classic trends. Now,
0: right? So, going forward, if we I mean, we just talked about some of the downfalls of what's going on. Going forward, if we could try to promote longer sets in cities, do you think it would ever change back to that kind of old school feel? I know it, the well, I US think, is different well, than where you're from. No, no, so. well, I still, I mean, yeah,
1: like festivals are different because there are the big lineups. But like the single shows, you know, when you're as an artist headlining it, you know, so you have a two, three, four hour set then of course you can take the people on the proper journey but i mean that's that's more limited to the smaller uh, clubs or parties instead of the big events
0: okay so to kind of keep this going past this conversation so i've been listening to some of your new tracks and so what do you have on the horizon for um, the future
1: Oh, do you have another hour? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, wasn't depending on you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, I have, I have too much, actually. Uh, I, well, the next week, uh, no, in two weeks, is my Grotesque Anthem from the 350s coming out, my collab with Alex Moore.
0: I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I feel like you guys work really well together. So. Thank you.
1: We do our best. <laughs> I have a new uh, collab with Darren and Natalie Goya. Oh. One with Heatbeats. Uh, Working on a new album with Christina Novelli, Julie Thompson, Sue McLaren, Steingrove, Scott Projects. Uh, I'm gonna start 2019 a new project, Rumpers and Raw. That's basically uh, the more harder, darker side for me, you know. I, I'm most of all a DJ, so I like to play different genres, different music. So that will be based more on the harder, techie, hard trends. Uh, I come from the Hard Trends of course so uh, I'm gonna yeah, have uh, a fresh look at Hard Trends from the old days so uh, I'm gonna actually launch that on Transmission next year
0: oh that's exciting
1: That's uh, gonna be the world premiere and then I'm gonna do some only for the bigger shows uh, that project and I'm also uh, actually already uh, uh, did that uh, since Dub Dubyard that's more progressive and broke house
0: oh nice
1: so I love it also yeah I'm a big fan of music you know and I uh, for me music is good music is good music whatever it's right. out friends hard friends right. whatever the fuck it is you know so I, I like to develop for myself in different genres
0: so awesome so
1: I'm just gonna put it out a little bit more uh commercially but out there as an option for parties
0: awesome uh, that we'd love to have you in Phoenix. I'm working on it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just
1: spoke yesterday to uh, two guys that really wanted to uh, say, say, come to Phoenix.
0: Yeah, so awesome. Great. Um, so with this new project and new Horizons, do you think that the fusion that you're talking about needs to continue? Because I feel like recently everybody's like, I just want to be rigid to one subgenre and not any meshing. I mean, we were talking about the older days of... DJing. That's when nobody really cared unless it was good music. Now people are like, oh, is that a trans track? Is that a side trans track? Is that a progressive oh, I, track? I
1: think the. Uh, uh, I don't want to say this in a bad way, but the trans scene and the public kind of. Um, how do we say this right? My um, that for me. Are a little bit too judgmental. About artists and about music, you know. If you're an artist and you're famous about uplifting, whenever you do a tech trance track or a Something little bit different. farther than that, you get slayed. You know, people say, "Oh, you are sellout. You you don't do what you normally do." But I think, as an artist or a producer or whatever DJ, I think it's about expressing uh, your feeling or in music. Right. So I don't think it's um,
0: healthy for the scene.
1: Same- healthy because. They're not too open minded, you know, and I think it's good for the whole scene if artists can be not being judged on their artistic creativity. Because I know a lot of guys that when uh, they produce a kind of track, they're almost like scared to ring it out because of the reactions of the crowd,
0: right?
1: You know, and I've had, even like myself, I did like an uh. Melbourne. I don't know if you know it. I do. It's a little bit side tech, and hard style. Well, I, I, the amount of messages I get from your cell are your asshole, your this, your oh, wow. that, you're Isn't fucking get all all the names because Iraq. I'm like. Can I'm in an sure. interview.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so um, yeah. I mean that's that's the thing I see that it's a, bringing down the scene is just the over I mean I feel like if you come from a musical background or you understand music you should understand that people want to experiment want to want to take music what they love and the fact that people who say they're fans would come at you because you made something a little bit different than you're known for to me I personally don't like how that happens in the scene because in the long run we love this music so why hate on somebody for trying something new
1: I think we should all have a musical freedom, you know? Right. I mean, it's, it's a positive thing for the whole scene. It's uh, for an artist to keep challenging themselves to do different, to be better, you know? And if you get stuck in the same genre or the same uh, music, the same sound, the same arrangements, what I think currently is happening in the trans scene a lot, you know, right. if you look to Progressive House it's much more developed there's much more variety diversity and I feel this trend scene at the moment is a little bit stuck in its own bubble Bubble, you know yeah. it's, it's not I don't, I don't mean it bad but there needs to be development to go outside the box you know a little bit Right. but like I say, when people do go outside the box then they get hammered for it you right. know and that I think is a kind of yeah a little bit of a sad thing you know people should be open minded and support artists introduced more like being creative and let them do whatever they want instead of like oh you did something not 100% you and then judge them for it.
0: Right So I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I appreciate this conversation.
1: Um, so
0: I just want to keep this forward about you and, and, and to get the word out about your project next year and, and stuff that you have. When you collaborate with these artists, what do you look for? Are you looking for somebody with the same like-mindedness? Or somebody that maybe could teach you a thing about maybe what they did in a track? Or, or are you looking to just collaborate see kind of how the chemistry develops?
1: Uh, I like to collaborate with people because you both bring a different approach to a track. You know? And especially with my Raw project, I'm going to work with Scott project. Uh, old friend of mine in the hard scene. I'm going to do with DJ Wack from the old days, you know, and I'm doing this because I think it's nice to create the different ideas, you know, and uh, the different styles we have. One second. (laughs) uh, That's why I think it's interesting to combine styles to come maybe to a different spectrum or a different idea than you normally would do by yourself. And for me, like working with vocalists, it's about adding... Emotional And story Behind it Right I love doing vocal tracks But um, I always ask The vocalist To make it Kind of uh, Meaningful Vocals You know the, There's also Vocals like Singing about the scars And the butterflies And you know yeah, It can be also great But, but You want some I, I, I prefer, I prefer to yeah. Tell a story You know With the music And with the vocal
0: Right
1: So you have a plus plus
0: Right And um Personally, some of my favorite trance tracks are vocal and I've heard a lot of criticism lately for vocal tracks. So, going forward, is it because maybe there's been those tracks that don't really have the story, that kind of matches the, the music behind it? That maybe it's why people are like, I don't really like vocal trance
1: as much, or? Well, of course you have, well, like with tech trance, you know, there's big big emotion, it's just more banging and more energetic. So I think that's also great, it's just, uh, yeah, what you prefer, you know, it's a matter of taste, of course, everybody loves this or loves that, but I mean, for me, if you want to be on the dance floor and you close your eyes, you know, I, I like the banging stuff, but I like the emotion or the big breakdown like 10 times more, you know, because you, for me, you get in touch with yourself, you know, you it's like going into yourself on a journey, you know, and uh, personally when I sit behind my computer and listen to music or just listen, you know, not making produce or whatever, I can sit at home and I'm, I can cry, I can laugh I can, you know, because of the enjoyment of all the the beautiful chord progressions. Awesome.
0: Well, again, I don't want to take up too much of your time but I thank you so much, Ram, for sitting down with me and going over some of this stuff. So, you're here, Dream's uh, any upcoming gigs to get the word out? Because this will be up probably in the next week. Um,
1: well, so. we have, uh, yeah, it's the other side of the water, but uh, in two weeks, Grotesque 350 uh, in Holland. Awesome. Our big show in the Mars that's like for 3,000 people, 3,500 people. So this is our yearly celebration, and after that we're going to take that uh, on tour around the world. So... Uh, that's the biggest thing I'm looking forward to now and there's and of got course some big shows projects
0: so. coming up next year
1: yeah there's some big shows coming up so uh, I'm excited about uh, what's going on in
0: 2019 all right and uh, I'll put the all your social in the link of the description yeah great that for you. but thank you again for doing this yeah, I yeah. appreciate it it was nice meeting you. thank you